0: Hey guys, and welcome to Fisher Philbrick The Show. This is your host, Michael, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and giving us a listen. Fisher Philbrick is a management and production company that assembles, manages, and produces both creative projects and businesses, our first project being this podcast, The Show. And so, without further ado, let's jump right on in. Hey you guys, hope your day is going great, we are so excited to be coming to you with another podcast i know it has been just about a month if not maybe a little more since we've had a, another podcast for you all so we are super excited to be getting back into the studio and really running forward and getting started with getting back on track with everything if you remember our last episode was kind of talking about the break we were coming into we thought it was only going to be about one to two weeks turned out to be more around a month. If you want to hear more about what we did in that month and kind of why it took longer than just a week or two, you should go ahead and check out really the, you know, the episode right before this, which we now are putting our Monday morning show on the podcast. So, you can either watch it on our Instagram, watch it on our YouTube, or right here now on the podcast. So, if you are ready for today, we are gonna go and get started right away. With today, we are gonna go through our business updates. We're going to go through our business segment for this week, that being called Burnout. And then from there, we're going to go ahead and conclude everything and give you our final sign-off like usual. So if you're ready to go, let's jump right on in. Okay, so for our business updates, the first one is what we're doing right now. If you are watching us live, then you will already know like, hey, what are you doing? Why is the title of this on Instagram live weekly podcast topic burnout? Well, this is our new thing. So we tested it out on Monday with our Monday mornings with Michael show. We used to just do that on Instagram live and we're like, Hey, how about we try and record at the same time and just have another thing that we can put on our podcast. We liked the overall sound with that, the overall vibe with that, and decided like, hey, that's what we're going to go ahead and do. And now we're also going to test it out with our weekly podcast for a number of different reasons, but we'll give you some of those just that it allows us to connect with you more and on a more personal level, and it gives us the chance to really like humanize everything for me to really connect with you. I feel like being in a studio is, it is a lot of fun, but it's a lot different when you're staring at a camera and you're alive and you're like, people are watching me even though like, you know, full disclosure right now, no one (laughs) is in this live video with me. There's still a chance that someone could pop in and that maybe they are and so I gotta be on my best and you only get one chance. And that's what I always say with, you know, growing up doing theater and all of that is, I love the adrenaline and like the nervousness, but also like using that adrenaline and nervousness to really push you forward to doing a better performance. I haven't really, you know, done that many live shows all together, considering like the length that this one is going to be. And kind of like since I've moved into this position of like being the face of the company and really jumping into all Instagram has for you and this digital (laughs) technology of really wanting you to be like out and in center and in front of everyone. But I think it's gonna be really great. It's also very common for a lot of podcasters to already record what they're doing and in their show. So it's not that weird either to be like, we're also grabbing like footage of this. And hey, I think at least right now, we are also gonna have this up on YouTube. So you know how they always say like, you should actually go and also watch this on YouTube. I actually would not say that only because our monetization is on the podcast. So uh, really, it would be nice if you just listen as you are now, most likely on the podcast. So keep that up. But if you did want to see uh, what I'm wearing today or my hairstyle, I don't know. I mean, that's so weird, but maybe you do and you want to follow along, then you can go ahead and check it out there. Um, And kind of some last few reasons of why we're doing this is because it is overall less work for us to do. I know you're probably thinking like, dude, why wouldn't you like rather just be in a studio and you can make as many edits as you want and you can do things again if you mess up or if you stumble over your words well the thing is that is great and is very nice to get very clean and concise audio recordings but it takes forever I know usually when I would start a podcast episode especially if I do it early in the morning I haven't been talking a lot so it's kind of like any muscle if you're going to work out like you need to warm up you need to warm up your voice to do vocal warm-ups which I should have known because I did a lot of theater and singing and performing, but, I, you know, it's early. You don't want to be too loud. Um, so I didn't, and so it would take even longer because I'd have to go back. And then by the time I'd come to recording the second part, because I usually have to walk dogs or, you know, I, I'm very busy, so I'm usually doing something else in between. I don't have, like, huge chunks of hours necessarily. So then by the time I'd come back, my voice is very much so warmed up, which it is now, probably you you can likely tell because I am talking pretty fast and (laughs) just getting along with it but that was something that I'd come in the afternoon and I'm like oh this sounds way better than what I did this morning do I have to re-record and like no I don't really want to re-record so what do we do okay it might sound a little different when you're listening you're like oh he's gradually getting better (laughs) as the show goes on like who knows really if you would even notice that but for me those were differences of like Wow, this is a lot that we're having to do, as well as we would always have a podcast article and I would spend about one workday getting that together, not counting though the research and planning leading up to it. So all together, I think I mentioned last time, it took like two to three days as far as all of the creation side of it, to the recording side, to the editing side, to then making all the social posts and content Posting from there on out so this I think will cut off like one to two days, which is awesome I do have notes in front of me and that is kind of like the final reason that I'm really excited about This is that it will allow me to get better and better at speaking So you would think like yes, you have a podcast so you're good at speaking But actually not like that doesn't actually really mean you're good at speaking because like I said You're in a studio and you can do as many takes as you want you can go back and be like "Uh, that didn't sound good let's do this again or uh uh do it again 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 and so you come to this thing where you're like i'm really just teaching myself like this awful habit of it's okay if you're not good right now because you can do it again michael like just keep going where now as i'm talking now i'm like shoot i can't do this again like we are live and we are locked in and if I make a mistake sure like by the time you're listening to this on the podcast like maybe if it was huge I could go back and take care of it or you know add something else in there but ideally no I do like the idea of having it be live because as I go I will just get better and better at speaking and cutting out a lot of those filler words such as um and uh so hopefully you will not hear those words as I keep going I'm trying super hard and i've even noticed from listening back to the monday morning show that we put on the podcast there was only a few times that i used filler words so as they say with communication it is better to take a pause take a breath swallow your saliva take a sip of water then to just have these filler words i know i did funny story real quick too was i did uh, i went to some kind of event i'm trying to think but there was a speaker speaking it was Uh, a famous baseball player dating a famous musician. You could probably put it together. I had no idea who he was. So to me, I was like, huh, I don't know. But he had a microphone on his face and he decided to drink his water, which that's normal. You know, they take a pause they're walking around the stage, they get out of breath and probably a dry throat. But then he starts crunching. He had ice water and he starts crunching the ice. And I was just like, Face palming the whole time, like, oh my goodness, is he really crunching the ice? And we're all in the audience just like silent, like, um, this is very embarrassing. And isn't he a public speaker? Like, what is he doing? You would never crunch ice in your drink while you're on stage with a mic close up to your face. So, anyways, that was a little tangent, but I think stuff like that will also make this show fun and intriguing and definitely much more personal because that's something that I wouldn't have shared that on the podcast initially if I were in the studio because I'd be like that's wasting time like let's cut it out and just keep going but a lot of the podcasts I listen to I do like to hear little tidbits of the person speaking get to know them a little bit more which really if you do want to learn more about me you should listen to the Monday morning shows because we will or I will <laughs> share a lot more about like this week I talked about chickens so if you want to hear about what we're doing with chickens at my house you should go and listen to it uh from here though That is kind of all that you need to know about us testing this out. We might do it a couple weeks if we really like it, which so far I'm only like 10 minutes into this and I am really liking it. So I think we'll keep it up, but just to let you know, we're testing it out. Let us know if you notice anything different about it, if you like it better. Uh, If you don't like it, yes, you can let us know, but please be kind (laughs) in how you share the feedback. Uh, Maybe say like, oh, I liked some of your previous episodes, the way you did this and this, rather than like, I liked the other ones better. But you should actually go back and listen to, we have a whole podcast episode on giving, receiving, and taking feedback, if you really want to know. But our next business update from there is our business article for this week titled, Check Your Spam. I made a reel for it, so you should go on Instagram, give it some love. That was something that we're also... Testing out and trying to jump more into in the whole realm of like making things more personal But checking your spam is super important right now Especially as we're a new business like we check it all the time uh, for a lot of different reasons But with a new account like these systems are still learning that you are not a scam or spam So like we've reached out to people and then they write us back and it's in our spam And if we hadn't checked spam, we wouldn't have known other people are reaching out to us with opportunities which yes some of them are very scammy so some of them are very scammy but other ones are like hey this is actually like something that is really cool like we should go and check it out and then other times it's just good to see like what other people are charging for instance i think i mentioned this on on monday that you know, for four to $500, someone was charging for, like, 15 social media posts. And I was like, who has that money to spend? And if you do, like, please do not spend it on that. But also, good to know, like, people are, you know, have legit businesses that are charging this kind of money. Like, that, to me, is insane. I would never pay for that, and I would never charge for that. But when I see something like that, I'm like, hey, if they're charging around this, hmm, what does that mean for my own services, for my own products? Products. Uh, I think it would mean you can bump things up. So there's a lot of good reasons of why you should check your spam folder in your email. So you should go ahead and get on our website under business articles and check that out. And then finally, for our business updates, we come to the tone. So kind of jumping back into our month break that we had, we're really trying to focus on having more fun (laughs) throughout the everyday business aspects of this. Uh, being more humorous and enjoyable with the content we share, overall making things more personable on our social media, and really humanizing it. I know that sounds like very weird to say, like why weren't you having fun and were you not trying to make it fun or humorous or enjoyable? And the thing is like, yes, we are to a certain extent, but at the same time, like the business, fisher Philbrick, we want it to be a business and professional and have all of these attributes that show like, yes, we're a business, we're a company, we're real, we are legit, and we are professional. But, you know, if you're having to also spend so much time, like, with a lot of businesses now, most of your time is going to be on your phone and social media and using the social media planning sites and apps and applications, web applications, all of that. So you're going to have to spend a ton of time on these sites and just posting all this stuff in a very, like, professional way. Maybe it sounds good, but... Like, already as a new business, not that many people are consuming it. So, like, if you already know people aren't really watching it yet or consuming it because you are still working on building things up, and on top of that, it is already boring, like, are you going to keep wanting to do that? No, you're not. The flip side of that is I do enjoy humor and being in front of the camera and being funny. I mean, I would say I am funny and have a good sense of humor. It is more on the dark, dry Sarcastic realm of things, which I I have met people who don't understand it at all, and everything I say, they're just like, oh, okay, or what do you mean by that? I'm like, I don't mean anything. I mean exactly what I said. It's nonsense, <laughs> you know. Like we're just go 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 and talk real fast and throw things out. Uh, so I have met people that don't get that, but in general, I would say I do enjoy humor and just really connecting. So I'm trying to bring some of the personal side, which normally I would say like you need to be professional. Uh, into this because I think now we really are seeing like there is such a change and I mean there has been for a while so it's like duh yes we already knew this like how important it is to have like the face of the company and really bring fun and people into your business it's just that now we are really trying to dive into that and I think overall It will make this all like so much more fun for myself and for the business overall and hopefully also in getting even more followers more people on board more people that maybe they see these videos and they're like hey i'd like to have an interview with him for the business interview and feature which we're still waiting on so if you have your own small business and you want to be interviewed and featured it is for free so you should do it or if you have friends and you're like dude they have an etsy shop yeah that works, that's okay, send them to us, send them to us, and we would love to interview and feature them. But overall, I think we are headed in a good direction, a better direction than we were, and that's something that when you have your own small business or just as you go throughout life, you really have to figure out these things on your own of like, this is my plan from the start, okay, now we're implementing the plan. Oh no, the plan is not working like I thought it would. Okay, let's go back to the drawing board, move some things around, jump back into the game, and keep on going. So that's kind of what we did in that month, and just as we've been going constantly since last October to when we launched in January. Overall though, I think that is enough talking (laughs) for the moment on our business updates. You'll see, and I already kind of knew this when I did a live interview, when I interviewed myself, introduced myself to give a sample for what these business interviews would look like, I was like, oh my gosh, talking for an hour straight is going to be so difficult, and I was like, I printed out papers I had water hot water you know all this stuff for like if I freeze up on screen or if my throat or if I start coughing or you know all of these things of what to do and then I was like over an hour I'm like oh my gosh I actually really need to wrap things up and like hurry things up and I can already tell like we are like 16 minutes into this and whoo so here we go let's move on to our business segment that being titled burnout okay so as we get started with this topic i do want to mention that i am referencing or i was referencing when i did a lot of the research a book called the doctor's book of home remedies i'm going to go ahead and link it in the show notes so you can check it out i would actually really recommend you getting it i don't know if you have learned anything from these last two years but The things that big pharma and doctors even your own doctor are pushing on you which is from big pharma if you didn't know (laughs) Uh, a lot of what's going on like they really want to medicate and take this and take a shot for this and do this and this and this and this and in the end a lot of it is just to make money so this book is one we got in the last few weeks or like months or so and it shows a lot of things you can do at home to take care of yourself to push yourself forward if you get a cold like a common cold or different ailments you may have a lot of stuff where you're like ooh. I would never want this to show up in my search history, but I can flip through a book and no one's going to know. So let's read about some of these really weird things. But they have a section actually that was really cool on burnout and a couple other like psychological, mental, and emotional things that you wouldn't think would be in this like home remedy. So that is like a preface, preface. (laughs) I don't think I've said that word, preface. I think that's how you say it, but I... To know how to spell it, I say preface in my mind. So that's a preface to kind of a lot of the background that I got and looked up, as well as a ton of my own experience because I'll get into that, but I have dealt with this a lot, I would say, in the last five to six years, if not more. So jumping into burnout, you may be asking yourself, like, what is it? I would say that kind of my own definition from what I've learned and picked up through life is. It's basically when you've been doing too much and going too hard for too long and when you aren't able to sustain the output of what you're doing with things then becoming negatively affected in multiple areas. So it's kind of a long-winded way. To me though, that made complete sense that like, you've been doing too much, going too hard for too long. A more like concise definition from Merriam-Webster, titles burnout as exhaustion of physical or emotional strength, or motivation usually as a result of prolonged stress or frustration, the home remedies book that I have mentioned kind of summed it up as like when stress is so persistent and overwhelming that it drains you physically and emotionally. If that all still is not making sense, I would just share with you like on a personal side, when I have experienced this or have come close to burning out, it's typically looks like when you're working lots of jobs, you're going from early 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 in the morning to very late at the night not really stopping one task after another like for me i was getting up around like 4 a.m to be at my morning job at 4 30 i'd get off say around like 11 and then i would walk neighbor dogs for about an hour then after then i would have a quick lunch and then get to work in my full-time job all the way up to dinner usually after dinner really not stopping the day until I was like, I have to go to bed because I'm getting up tomorrow at 4am. So if I don't go to bed, tomorrow is going to be even worse than it is today. So it's that type of a schedule <laughs> where you're just like, go, 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 go. You're not stopping. You're doing so much bouncing around and you're just going so quickly. Typically what this also looks like is that you're putting your work relationships and duties above your personal one. So it's where you know work is coming first and you're not really taking care of yourself or the people around you. A lot of times it looks like you're you know, losing out on these relationships and tuning them out is a nice way to say it. But overall, as a person, it feels like you're always working. The small breaks that you might get are really not enough and don't do anything. Uh, Can look like you are on your phone and computer nonstop. You're getting so many notifications, emails and things you need to get done, but never seem to have enough time to get done. And then within that, it's just this feeling of like, you're always falling behind and like, there's too much to do. So. I think most of us have experienced something similar to that or if not you know someone who has experienced that where you're like oh this sounds just like my brother (laughs) or you know my my best friend is like always working and like I think could benefit from this maybe they should listen or maybe hopefully this will help you kind of know how to approach the topic and subject even more so. So from there though we wanted to say like why like why are we talking about this why and what is the relevance i would say the first most thing is like right now as we're recording this we are coming out of like two years of unprecedented life with lockdowns shutdowns so many rules and really all areas of our life being so different than they really ever have And just, like, life has been crazy. So we're going to talk about that more later. Uh, But from there, we also have very likely all dealt with burning out or have come really close to it in this times, man. So if you're listening to this recently, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so fresh in my mind. Is this what I was going through? Is this why I had such a hard time? Most likely, yes. Uh, And even after, if you're listening to this um, many, many months or years after, I'm sure you can either remember or I mean, fingers crossed, we don't come to another time where <laughs> this type of thing happens. But you know, you never know. So I think from that, it can be very helpful. And then really the last thing of like why it is relevant and how it can be is that it can happen to any of us. So the more we can talk about it and learn how to live the best we can in taking care of ourselves and really drawing lines between these different areas of life and making sure you don't overexert yourself for these prolonged Time so that you end up burning out, and we'll get into more of what it looks like right in this next section. But I really think it is a good topic. When I first was, you know, saw this in the book and was given this as a suggestion, I was like, "Oh my gosh, yes, this is something I for sure want to talk about because I have experienced this through." I mean, I'm always. We'll, we'll talk about who it normally affects, but I'm one of like the first reason of the people it normally affects because I do like to keep busy I do much better in life typically when I'm working multiple jobs when I'm running around from one thing to the next and that's you know we'll talk about it. it's not saying that that is a bad thing to like to work or to like to be kept busy like maybe you have a lot of energy and like that energy like needs to be poured out and doing a lot of different things and that is a way that you can get the energy out and still like feel good about yourself at the end of the day rather than like I'm so bored and I am smashing my head against the desk because there is not enough to do. But I think it is just really helpful and something that I'm excited to talk about because I like, as, as I said, I have a lot of experience <laughs> with working a lot and trying to figure out like how can I do this in a good way that will keep me going forward rather than like the effects of burning out, of like coming to a complete halt and not being able to do anything and taking even more time to recover. So... Moving on to the next section though, what are some side effects and how you can tell? So I got these from the book and kind of like, they there was so much that they said, but these were some of the ones that, like the first ones like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I was like, really? All of that can be a result from burning out? Like weird. So this first one I think is super relatable. Like you're, you know, signs of burning out are you're becoming more irritable, you're snapping at people, you lose your patience much quicker than you normally would have. And anger comes much quicker i think that is just a symptom of someone who is stressed (laughs) so it can be any time of the day when if you're already feeling stressed or behind and like someone talks to you and you're just like hey stop that or like you you respond in such a way that is so snappy and irritated that you're like i i don't know where that came from like it just vomited out (laughs) of me that is one of the ones Uh, as you get more and more and or like I guess more extreme with burning out depression and anxiety can come you get to where you can't sleep at night kind of the idea of you can't turn off your brain so in the example I mentioned like if you are working from very very early to like late in the evening like your brain is still going you've been looking at screens and like as you know all those lights tell your brain like stay awake, keep going. So then when you're going to bed, you're like, I still have so much to do. And like, okay, tomorrow's a new day, which is good. But let's think, how are we going to get this done? And oh, I didn't respond to this email. So like, maybe I can draft a response in my brain right now. And then I'll remember it and be better off tomorrow. And hopefully, though, it stays in my brain overnight. And maybe if I keep thinking about it, oh, no, I'm thinking too much about it. Now I'm not sleepy at all. You know, that is just like a mind jumble that is not good <laughs> once you get into but if you can imagine if that happens every single night as you are stressed for these prolonged periods of times like you are not gonna get any good sleep and then kind of eventually from there it mentioned you know getting headaches, having abdominal pain, back aches and chronic fatigue, which is another way of saying never feeling fully rested like, you wake up and you're like, it's it's more than just like, I'm so tired, I don't want to get up because I think most people experience that, but it's like all throughout the day you just feel tired and like no matter how many naps you take or like one or two days off a week you get, like it is not enough. And then for myself, I could usually tell when I was super stressed or am under a lot of stress, usually through like my own posture where I'm getting like neck and back aches, which is usually leading to headaches, but it's like a lot of times if you're working and sitting in a bad position, I tend to like to like, I don't know how you would say it. I'm, I'm pretty tall, so I have a long back. so like sitting at different poses and angles that are like it's not like hunched over, but it's at like a weird sideways <laughs> like type of way where if you're in that for hours a day then it's not good for your back or your neck or you know you're just going going. other things that I've learned, Is that in that time I'll be uh, clenching my jaw so like biting down like while I was emailing or while I was sitting through and working and I'm like for no reason like why am I you know why is my jaw like this and that is how I learned that I would get bad headaches especially in the morning so I learned like I would clench my jaw throughout the night I'd wake up with headaches wake up throughout the night with headaches and in the morning have a terrible headache that wouldn't go away I eventually learned that It was from (laughs) clenching my jaw which it takes a while and we'll talk about that in a little bit of like how to become more aware when you're doing these things because all of what i'm mentioning is not something i was consciously trying to do it was all like unconsciously i'm sitting at ways that i think are comfy but really it's gonna mess me up and then even when i'm sleeping like i don't know what i'm doing but i'm holding down my jaw and just like very i guess stressed out well what i learned with the jaw clenching one was i got like a mouth guard from I don't know like your pharmacy drugstore and so when I knew I would be super stressed I would just wear it overnight and that seemed to help like protect my teeth and get rid of any headaches and then I would know if I was still stressed out if by the next morning it was still in my mouth like literally I was like dang I clenched my jaw the entire night because it's still here and then I knew when I was no longer stressed out and like when I could stop using it when I would wake up in the middle of the night and I couldn't find it, or I'd wake up in the morning and I'm like, where is it? And then I'd have to (laughs) to search through my sheets. And I'm like, well, it's kind of a pain and also gross that this is like now halfway down the bed underneath the sheets. But at the same time, like, hooray, I am, I guess, no longer stressed because I spit it out (laughs) during the night. So that are, I mean, those are some of the ways that I could usually tell and that I was headed up to what they're saying is what you would get when you would burn out. The last one that I have down here in my notes too is like, I would be clenching my fists like for no reason, like either as I was walking or I'd just be sitting like jaw clenched, hands and fists balled up, like holding in all this, like, I don't know, stress and angry energy (laughs) or just busyness. I don't know what it is. But those were some of my go-tos, which now like if I, Can see myself doing any of that or catch myself i'm like dude what is going on like are you stressed out like what what is wrong but as we keep going from here kind of the most at risk people that the book like kind of mentioned or referred to and if you do a lot of like research on burnouts these will be the ones (laughs) that are at the top are really those that are those people that are highly motivated and high achieving so like they want to get a lot done and they have to push themselves forward and like they want to please their bosses over here and if they do a little more they'll get a little bit further and maybe a little more money or more recognition you know like they just want to keep going and like how much can I do like they I would say I'm very much so like this so I could relate of like you just love being productive and like the more things you can do in a day you're like dude I was up at four and I worked for a whole shift and then guess what I walked another dog which is different job and then I went to my third job of the day like hey (laughs) I'm getting so much done so that or you know that's kind of a category for those people and then kind of more generally are like those who put work before themselves and their family so maybe they aren't like highly motivated or like obsessed with the achieving but like, work is their life. That's it. Like that's all they look forward to. That's all they do. They don't have family or friends. I mean, they probably did at one time, but they have cut them out because work comes first and their work is their family. Their boss is like their mom or dad. <laughs> you know, except, you know, if you do a lot of research or not even research, just look into it. like, your work can never really be your family because your family doesn't fire you your family doesn't move you to a new section or like transfer you out of the area your family you know your boss can do all these things of like giving you promotions or demotion you know all of this where you're like at the end of the day like family and friends are so much more important than any work you could ever do especially if you're working for other people but even more so i've seen you know if you do have your own small business is like you're the one that's pushing yourself and like you do have to make it really important especially in these you know i am in the first few months of mine here but even as you go like you're the one that has to keep it going like this is your baby and it's taking so much from you and like probably going to give you so many wrinkles and early gray hairs If you keep going, but kind of my summing up of that for those most at risk, you know, it said in a lot of what I was reading was that it could affect people that just worked and they implied like one job, but everyone I could think of that kind of dealt with that were most likely, you know, you're working multiple jobs, you have big family as well as social commitments, and you're pursuing multiple hobbies and activities all at once. So that sounds like a recipe for a, either a crazy person or just like like we have mentioned someone who is highly motivated and high achieving but those people tend to lean towards where they can find themselves burning out burnt out or just always like feeling stressed and if it's for too long then in the end you know they're gonna have a lot of issues and troubles which those health ones i was like abdom like stomach aches and back aches like fatigue like it's like you're an old sick person and i was like all of that from you know your first thought I was like i'm doing this to make money like mine was because i want to buy a house i want to stay in the bay area which is crazy expensive and the funny thing is which i'll get to this later on but even doing everything i was doing like working it still was not enough to get anywhere close to what i would need to be able to purchase a house and pay the monthly mortgage so that was like a uh, wake up you're you are like driving yourself insane always working and guess what it's still not even getting you to your goal so that's when you take a look back at the drawing board and you rework some things which we will talk about but from here let's keep the train going and we're gonna start talking about like some different ways that you can help either recover from it, from burning out, kind of stop yourself from getting to that burnout section, as well as to mitigate a lot of what is happening when you're in these seasons of life, which we would say seasons because we hope that they are for shorter amounts of time and that, you know, I took in college a like life and health wellness type class, and we talked a ton about stress and really, like having stress a lot will kill you. Like it, I don't know. I thought I had written it down in my notes, so maybe we'll come back to it. But if not, I want to make sure I say it. But it increases like your your blood pressure, and if you're going too much, something I, I I looked it up recently for this is that your heart is beating too fast, and then it gets a lot meatier, and the muscle gets too thick, and one of the ventricles which then causes the heart to stop <laughs> and then you can have heart out heart, heart heart outs heart attacks um a lot of like the heart diseases within that as well as strokes because you're you know your body is just going crazy it can't sustain the lifestyle that you're living so that is just from stress alone and chronic stress is such a killer so when you think of that and like these people are achieving a lot but at what cost literally the cost of their body and their lives. And is that worth it? No, 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 no. I will tell you and hopefully you have learned or will learn or if that is you now, like be able to make the distinction of like, your life is precious and it has so much in it for you. So take care of yourself and your life. Yeah, okay, (laughs) going a little bit deep there maybe, But no worries, let's jump to some of these things. We're starting out more broadly and then we'll get to things more specifically. Okay, so we would say the first thing that you would need to do is to become aware. That is like the first thing. When I mentioned like all those things that I used to do when I would get stressed out, like I didn't know I was doing that until I started to become aware. Like things are not going good. Let's start looking around at like, what am I doing? How am I holding myself? What, you know, what is going on? So knowing the signs for yourself personally when you're under high stress will be super important, especially when you are in these busy seasons for like really long periods of times. The main thing though is once you become aware, you're already so much better off at knowing the steps that you need to take to make sure you don't keep going down that road to get to burning out. So just by me knowing like, hey, when I'm really stressed, like I need to pop that mouth guard in <laughs> when I'm going to sleep and I need to make sure... I'm sitting up straight, I'm getting up and moving around so that I'm not giving myself unintentional back and neck aches as well as headaches and that my, you know, fingers and wrists don't get messed up from clenching down or holding things much too hard. So like, boom, I've already really helped my own body by knowing like, this is what I do if I am profoundly stressed and for a long time. So already, wow, so much better because I became aware from there. Kind of on the more broad spectrum, is that you need to figure out specifically what is causing the burnout that you're experiencing in your life. And I would say it's all about, you know, becoming aware of yourself and the signs that you're getting. Become aware of what's specifically causing it for yourself because this is for you. Like everyone has their own triggers, their own things in their life that really causes them to get there much faster. Like me, everything I was doing, I was like, not even being full of myself like I would actually kind of like to see like can other people do all of this stuff and like maybe I think maybe mine was more of like interested like I'd love to get some notes like if someone else is doing all this like how are you doing like do you find time to go out and do things for fun do you have any friends that aren't associated with your workplaces or do you have time to hang out with people so all of that of like figuring it out specifically for yourself because most likely no one and i can tell you like no one is living your life with your thoughts your emotions your background your upbringing all the things that you're doing and you're doing a lot like most people i would say are doing a lot so is it because your one job is like driving you insane and they're asking for too much or are you working multiple jobs and which job is it more specifically that is causing the headaches and the stress and like the anger and like if i could just get rid of this job things would be a lot better you know kind of figuring that out or maybe it's your living situation that is a huge one where if you're not living in a good situation where you know say people are always arguing or fighting or door slams or i don't know if it's just really loud some people like if you have really loud music that is a stressor for most people where you can't focus and like home becomes this place of stress like you I would say in general, your home should be like the safest place you have. Like you should want to go home each day. You should want to like get to bed and like be in your own bed and be comfy and like, this is my home. This is my room, you know, like have that safe place. But if you don't have that, like, oh my gosh, that alone is going to add so much more weight to what you're going through. Or maybe it's with a personal relationship or friendship you have or your romantic relationship with your other half your other person that you are dating or married to or engaged to whatever you are doing with this other romantic person like maybe there's a lot of fighting or bickering or you guys aren't communicating correctly or you're you feel like you're stuck in a relationship that can be another one where like there's so much that can be going on to it but once you can narrow down these different areas then you can create a plan of attack so that is kind of With all of these things, and I think we do this in a lot of the other episodes too, it's like, we're starting broad, like, you gotta know there's a problem, okay, what is the problem, figure out specifically what it is, and then the last one from here before we go even more specifically is like, you now know what these different areas are that are causing you to get closer and closer to burnout, then though you need to decide is there anything you can take out of your schedule to lessen these things, can you take a break from some of these activities, or take On less hours on one of your jobs, can other people in your family help out with your tasks to give you a little bit of a break during this busy season? Or even like more drastically, do you need to either get a new job or leave one of your current jobs? That is like a very hard thing to do and a hard decision to come to, but if your life is not going well and you're not happy where you're at and you don't like your job and you dread getting up every day to go to work, and literally that's all that you do and you've cut out your family and friends like that is really sad you need to get out of there like that is the case where you're like you know just pack things up and like as sad and hard as it is like you got to figure out and be ready to make that decision for yourself of like this is better for me to get on out of there so that is like the broad things and then getting more specific on all this I do have more experience on the work side of burning out rather than the personal side, I would say I have a very good family and <laughs> I love everyone, you know, very good on that end of things. Um, you know, there's always stuff here and there with everything. So it's, and nothing is perfect, but I would say the more experience I do have is with work. So I'm gonna focus more on that. And I I would say that's probably good because I am not like a relationship <laughs> therapist or advice giver necessarily. I mean I think everyone has some good life experience they can bring but that is our next section that we're jumping into right now okay i would say the first one is that you want to if possible talk to your manager or boss and explain a little bit about what's going on if they are under you know if they are unaware that you're under high amounts of stress and that you're feeling overwhelmed then there's really no way for them to help you so either help you In the workplace, maybe they can take some things off your plate, or even just knowing that you are under a lot of stress can change their demeanor, how they're treating you, how they interact with you. They can come to you softer than maybe they wouldn't, of like barging in, of like not not even tiptoeing, but you know, just knowing like this is a person who's going through a lot right now. Like you would approach someone much differently if you knew that than if you did not. And yes, that is gonna be really hard to have the courage to tell your manager or boss that, but it's something I would say you need to tell them so that they can help you, and I would say before I would even like tell someone that is like, think of some solutions if you can, of things that could help you out, so maybe less daily meetings like if you have to check in every single day and that is just causing so much stress and, and just i would say a waste of time <laughs> then like hey you know i'm going through a lot right now i'm feeling very stressed and overwhelmed can we cut back some of the meetings that we have and just kind of go from there of like maybe that's something they could do or maybe you know if you're always having to write the newsletters for your company like hey do you think someone else could help me write out the newsletters for like the next one or two weeks like I don't think I'm gonna have time to get to it or like my quality I'm afraid it's not going to be as good because I am super stressed and just know that even if these solutions are not possible just them knowing as I said that you are you know you're aware of what you're doing that alone is like wow good is it emotional intelligence I feel like that has been thrown around so much but like you can understand like yourself and what's going on and like you're respecting them and the overall workplace by knowing like i'm in kind of a weird mode right now and like i could use some help or can you help me or maybe even just you know i'm just letting you know like i'm going to do the best i can and my work is not going to suffer but i just want to let you know this is going on in my personal life so it can be any mix of those things but just knowing like that you can tell them and really you should because say if you are going to leave your job and you're unhappy and like inside you've been going through all of this for months but if they don't know like it's going to be so out of the blue like this person was so high achieving they worked so hard they got everything done on time like we love them um but why did you love them probably because they ignored their family they didn't do anything with friends they never left their house they came to every single meeting on time they put in all this work and they were like killing themselves. And that, yes, it looks really good to bosses, but at the same time, like internally, if you're going through all that and you're just hating everything, like you've built up this thing where you're like, I am out of here. Goodbye. And they're like, we just lost our star player out of the blue for no reason. Like what? So I would say that is why one of the reasons why it is good to be good at communicating and really making sure that you're talking with those in charge. And then from here, make sure you're taking care of yourself, get enough sleep, get good homemade meals, don't be going out and getting fast food every single night. Or if you can, like limit it to once a week, I would say would be a good one. We had that in our house and our family, like recently, um, I would say a couple years now uh, that we started, so maybe three years ago, and then the lockdowns happened and we're like, oh, we're always just eating at home now. And then now, especially since I was saving money to try to buy a house, I'm like, I don't want to spend any money if I don't have to. And eating out is expensive. So if you can cut it down to like once a week, that should be good. Uh, You should limit drinking alcohol and caffeine. I would say just cut both of those out. I do drink coffee once a week, but I learned how to become... Uh, not addicted to coffee. And it is possible. And same with alcohol and all of that. If you're trying to lose weight, alcohol has a ton of calories and it it can become a crutch. It doesn't always have to be. But I remember even... I was in college and I was seeing people on Instagram like, oh, I had such a long day today. I need my glass of wine. And I'm like, dude, you are a chronic wine drinker in the evening and you're what, like 20 years old, 21? and I mean, 21. <laughs> uh, hopefully 21, right? But All to say, like, you're in your early 20s and you're already depending on wine to, like, wind down from a long day. You know, a lot of these things, like, maybe they're fun, yes, but they become habits, and then those habits can very easily become addictions and become very unhealthy. Uh, From there, though, get exercise, get moving, have times throughout your day when you're able to move around, stretch your body out, and get some motion going. And as I already mentioned, neck, back, and headaches can all come from bad posture or not getting enough sleep. And I would say exercising is extremely helpful for getting the stresses of the day out and can leave you really feeling refreshed, especially if you go to a gym. If they have a steam room or a sauna as well as hot showers you can take afterwards, I would say 100% use that. First of all, you're paying a lot of money to go to this gym and why are you just using their sweaty, oily, dirty (laughs) weights and machines and not taking advantage of some of these other amenities? Like If they have it, one, you should use it just because you're paying for it. And two, I do know a lot of people that just go to the gym and they're like, I shower at home. I'm like, but have you tried and have you experienced what it's like after you have a really good workout to then relax and let your mind like not have to think about anything other than like, I need to keep breathing because if you're in a sauna, it feels like you, I say like, it feels like you're a crab getting cooked alive. So I'm not as fond of the sauna steam room though. I really like, and I've gone with friends and they're like, it feels like your lungs are on fire every time you breathe in this hot steam. And I'm like, yes, I like that. (laughs) Uh, But for me, that in the hot tub, like I get cold really easily, especially if I'm in a swimsuit and after swimming. So to me, any of those like extreme heat, I'm like, yes. And then a hot shower afterwards and like, then you're in clean clothes, bring clean clothes, and you're like, I feel so refreshed, like, I did good work, I exercised, I got the relaxation part of it, I am now clean, and I am ready to finish out the day, especially if you're in the evening, like, maybe get some food, and then go to bed, (laughs) type of a thing, Uh, and then the last one, like, go outside and get some fresh air, it's very, like, Overrated. I don't know if that's the right word, but underrated. There we go. It's very underrated how important it is and how beneficial it is to even if you can't afford a gym or go, you know, go out some of these expensive things in life. Like you can open your door and walk outside. You can walk around the block. You can walk around in your yard. Like have a meeting if you're having like a phone meeting. I I have to be outside because I walk around and pace. So I am usually outside and then I'm doing some sort of gardening or clipping or pruning. Like the ivy hedge (laughs) that we have. Like I'm doing something, but I'm outside, and that alone, like especially if you're stressed out, it can really help you a lot. From there, because we got to get going fast, because we are, (laughs) as I said, I can talk, 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 talk. But invest in your relationships around you. A lot of what I was reading was that you know a lot of the times you're quickest to snap at those around you, which are your family members your loved ones your friends those who you hang out with especially if you were in the lockdowns stuck at home working like you are stuck with your family and if you are super stressed and burning out like they're the only ones you're interacting with in real life and you will then start mistreating them or damaging your relationships just making you an unpleasant person like maybe that's okay for short periods of times in your friendships or relationships but if this becomes a chronic problem that is always happening like slowly and slowly like the people just aren't gonna like being around you they're not gonna like you like they'll love you and you know yes we're related or yes we've had such a long friendship but you're just not that good to be around right now and like for their health they need to get away from you so you want to instead of pushing people away you know really pour into these people let them know that you love them you care for them and that you're going through a really hard time right now and that you're so sorry if you are quick to snap or if you seem irritable it's not at them But it's at the situation you're in, and it's the season of life that you're in, and that is what is causing you to be like this. Like, it's not towards you, it is me. I am a monster (laughs) right now, and hopefully as we keep going, and if you do a lot of these things, you'll find that it becomes a lot easier to pour into these relationships because they start to know like, oh, I know this is a busy season for you, so like, we'll try to help you out as much as we can, type of a thing. Uh, From there, oh, I would also say within that, that, you know, if they know a lot of this, your family members and those around you, like, maybe they can help take some of the responsibilities you have, either of, like, the household chores, or they can know, like, not to start any, like, really heavy conversations, or, you know, if there's something that can wait, like, kind of hopefully they know or you can let them know like can this wait till we get through this month like (laughs) like yes i think this is a problem we need to talk about it but can we push this off until then because you will be in a better mindset to where you can respond and you don't want to say things or act out on things that is that monster and not you (laughs) that sounds so cheesy Uh, from here find a community to join this will be a really big, big help as you're going it can be a hobby or an activity group to meet up with it could also be like a life group or a small group at your church that you're going to really just something where you can meet up with other people who can learn about you and your life and you can connect with and do social outings with and they that they can like in the end be there to support you and it can be you know as you do an activity together or you're reading a book together but the point is that You're all joining together in something and ultimately you're doing life together, which is, you know, kind of what you would think of as a community. You know, you're coming together like on a daily basis or weekly basis to see that. Other things could be within that, you know, fitness groups. Uh, There's a site called the Meetup or like the Bumble dating app. They have a friends version. At least now, I actually think they're getting rid of it because they sent me a little poll of like would you be sad if we got rid of this? I'm like, oh, they're going to cut it out. But there are websites and I'm sure other apps where you can find people in your area to join up in like hiking events or rock climb. There's so many rock climbers. I feel like everyone on these things are like, I'm looking for someone who climbs rocks. They say it a lot nicer than that. Or, you know, last one within that, volunteer opportunities people don't want to pay, but they want you to work for free. So if there are any cool like volunteer opportunities, you can usually find some friends and people throughout doing that. From here, the last few within that, like figure out your time management. A lot of this, I would say kind of like summing it up from the notes that I have would be like figuring out everything you need to do on a day-to-day basis or on your week-to-week basis. I know with my own jobs like a lot of it, I had certain days where I did certain things. So go ahead and narrow those down. If you have really busy days, make checklists. Those will be really helpful so that you're feeling accomplished. And like, even if you are stressed out and you have a lot to do, you know like, wow, I've already checked off like 10 things and I'm only in the first three hours of my workday. Like That is amazing. You're doing good. You can even put, like when I was super busy and I'd even told my boss this and she had tried it out too, when we were like crazy busy during like the holiday seasons of like you're basically micromanaging yourself so like it would be like wake up at this time take a shower eat breakfast from this time to this time i'm going to take a small stretch break for five minutes These just like insane things that you're like taking a shower and eating food does not relate to my work day but overall as a day it does relate to what you need to do and it helps you really keep yourself from getting distracted and just on track of like boom 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 I've got to get all of this done and then as you're going like eating food is so easy to do and then you're like boom I checked it off I'm doing so good <laughs> in the first hour like I've already checked off I already said 10 things 10 is a lot so who knows however many things are checking off but psychologically I found it is so helpful to do stuff like this especially if you are super busy from there kind of interrelated with this but find your work cutoff times so so this would mean like i get into work at this time or i log onto my computer for working at you know 8 a.m by 5 p.m i'm wrapping things up 5 30 i have everything turned off i am done i have a half hour before i start making dinner at 6 so just really having that time where you can hold yourself accountable to knowing like, I have time, like I give myself an eight to nine hour work day. I'm taking, <laughs> if you're really busy, like a five minute lunch, 10 minute lunch. So you're not even getting an hour lunch. And most likely you're working while eating, especially if you worked from home during all of these years. then yes, you, you can have a working lunch. Is that what they call them? The fancy name? Uh, but really having those are going to be so helpful to make sure that you keep yourself on track as well as you start giving your work some better guidelines of like yes say I'm working from home or yes like this is a job that requires a lot for me and I have built up good rapport good work ethic good responsibility that I can work really hard and I'm going to work hard during these hours but after 5:30 like I'm not going to be able to check my work stuff I it's not even that I'm not going to be able to check it, like, everything is off, so (laughs) I'm not going to see it till tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., and really, I think that is a big thing that I had to learn with, you know, turning off my computer and, like, not checking my work emails was it really doesn't matter, you know, like, anything you see at 10 p.m., like, it can wait till tomorrow morning, and I would usually get up super early, so, like, I, even though I wasn't working that job at the 4 a.m., like, if it was urgent, I could respond at, like, 4 or 5 a.m. So there were things like that where you really, I really had to make the distinction of, like, it can wait. It is not that important. It is not more important than my own sanity and, like, trying not to burn out. So that was a big thing. And I'd even told, like, boat jobs, like, if you, the morning one, like, if you need me to cover a shift that I'm not working the next day because I have the day off, like, I need to know by, like, 5, 6 o'clock because at seven o'clock so after i'm making dinner like by the time i sit down to eat dinner like i'm turning my phone off so i'm not gonna see it i am unavailable to the world and same with the other one like if you need something urgent like let me know by this time like seven o'clock eight o'clock whatever the time was like because after that i'm not gonna see it till the next morning and i found that when you did that like you got a lot less of these like communications that were just like expecting you to work expecting you to pick up the phone right away expecting you to text back and like all of these things that are like when you get used to it, you're like it's so much fun that i can communicate with everyone at my work super fast but then when that's all you're doing it becomes overwhelming and very stressful and your phone which should be your personal phone is now your work phone and you're working all the time because your phone is always blowing up with all these notifications from there I already kind of mentioned it, but very similar, find times to be offline. So whether that is just for your work stuff, so like at this time I turn off my work phone, my work computer, all of this, or I would say I did a podcast on this a couple episodes back of like unplugging from your electronics, so you can hear more about that, but just go ahead and find times to turn off some of your personal ones too. It doesn't mean you always have to be off your phone in the evenings. But like maybe a couple of days a week, like you you go for walks after dinner or you, if you have a family, like play a board game or do a puzzle together or sit down at dinner and eat together around a table. Like we used to do that when we were little. like we, I mean, we didn't have phones when we were little, <laughs> so it's a lot different now, but you know, like we didn't have cell phones at the table and it was all of us like eating dinner, looking at each other, talking about our days, what we're looking forward to, all of that was like things that you can, you know, jump in with like, that is an offline time. Like as a family, we're going to be together and enjoy our time without having to have electronics or especially without having to have your work phone at the table or your, you know, work phone or computer in your bed or, you know, answering emails late, late, late at night. From there, I would say make your space as comfy and relaxing as possible. Like if you are already going to be there for so much time, like make yourself comfortable whether that is playing background music that's what i was like i am a very musical person so i need to have some sort of music going in the background uh eating food and snacks and meals that will be super important we already talked about that uh wearing comfortable and comfy shoes your i don't know i usually because i'm running around a lot would need to wear um athletic leisure clothes (laughs) so things that I can move around a lot in which would typically be like the jogger pants or shorts especially now as it's getting warmer like shorts are great and I have tennis shoes walking shoes because I am walking slash running all throughout my day so I need things that are going to support my feet and my posture and all of that that goes into it and I would also say drinking a lot of water part of having a good space I would say is giving yourself these breaks so that you can get up move around and i would say because i do drink a lot of water if you are drinking a lot of water which yes it's good you're hydrated you will not be dehydrated or get some of these terrible headaches that you can get when you're not drinking water but every 20 to 30 minutes if not more you will have to get up to pee so you don't even have to plan out your breaks you literally just drink a lot of water and your body will be like dude you need to get up and go to the bathroom i found that to be really helpful in college when i had really long classes i was like I'd fill up a giant cup, the one that I've been using. If you're watching this, this yellow one that I have, I would fill it up super full, and I would use the restroom before class, and by, like, the first half hour, I'd have to get up and use the restroom. I'd come back, finish the water, and I'm like, oh, my cup is empty. I'll go use the restroom again, fill up my cup, and start it over. And it was a good way to get me up and out of the classroom. Uh, If you're working at home or even a work office, this will also be good, because it forces yourself to get up, move you around, and, like, while you're moving around, like, stretch out your back, stretch out your wrist, your fingers, you know, do all of these things that can prevent you from getting some of those bad neck aches, back aches and just feeling awful by the time you're getting to bed at the end of the day. From here, avoid all drama and confrontation if possible. This I would say is super important in like the shows and movies you watch, your relationships, the conversations you have If you're someone who likes to debate with other people or argue with other people, like, is that what you need when you're already super stressed? No. You're probably going to say things much harsher or in a meaner way than you need to, and you really don't need that. I know when I have been super busy, even now, like, in my own personal time, I don't like watching real-life shows because I'm like, there's just so much drama and problems, and like, my whole day is super stressful. Do I need to watch for fun other people that are stressed out? No. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds awful, and, like, it just would eat me up to see, like, some of these where, you know, growing up, I would like, like, historical fiction, and some of these other shows, and I'm like, wow, it's so interesting and cool, or, like, the drama is, like, that's what brings you into the show, and now I'm like, I will watch cartoons, uh, people call it anime, that's a nicer way to say it, but to me, I'm like, they are cartoons, and cartoons and these, the, you know, a lot of the anime in general are much more, like, upbeat, fun, their adventures, their journeys, it takes you out of reality. So that is a good thing too if you're reading books, I found that a lot during these lockdowns was getting back into reading books, is that it takes you out of the world you're in and is an escape. Yes, an escape, but a good one I would say, hopefully depending on the content you're consuming, but a good way to have some fun, have some, you know, something that is not so serious, something that is not going to cause you stress. And then if you are coming into some of these conversations or relationships where people tend to want to be confrontational, I would say you can just say like, you know what, I'd love to talk about this more, but I'm not really in a good place right now to talk about this. Or can we bring this up in about a month or two and I would love to go like in-depth with you and talk about this. I can't see that happening in my life. I would just be like, uh... (laughs) we are not going to talk about this like what what are you doing uh but those are some things that i was putting this together i'm like that is really important and hopefully they know too like going back to bringing your family into everything if they know that you're in a busy season like hopefully they will also try really hard to not bring up stuff that they know is going to trigger you and to be a more angry or irritable person or snappy person in that moment that the last few i think these are the last two you guys okay for this section and then we will get <laughs> to the last few parts uh but add some humor and laughing into your life that was actually one in the book that they some they mentioned and suggested i was like oh interesting uh but for this for my own self i would say like you know you can watch cartoons like i just said funny light-hearted shows go for comedy and short episodes because if you are busy you don't have a long time or if you're watching it before you go to bed like you don't have 45 minutes or an hour, like shoot, you can maybe get 20 minutes in and then you're like, I need to sleep, or I'm so tired I fell asleep. For those I would say, you know, like the office, parks and rec community, there's a lot of shows, so those ones are just ones that I've seen episodes from that I'm like, they're short, they're lighthearted. I mean some of them are stupid or stressful, <laughs> the drama ones, just skip them if you don't like it. And but it gets you way to have that break, that release. And laughing, smiling, all those things are really good for brightening your mood and relieving a lot of stress. I would say too, like make a list on your in your notes on your phone of like videos that make you smile and laugh. It sounds really stupid, but when I was working customer service, like you would find these times where like an email would just get you like really worked up and you're like, I'm just feeling really angry now and I can't say what I want to say to them but how do I handle myself? Well, if you open up one of these videos, I, I'll i try to link it in the show notes, but I had one that it was like laughing babies at dogs. It is so like smile inducing, like by the, the first dog I'm already laughing without even trying. And I'm like, this is so stupid and I've seen it so many times, but something is so infectious about babies laughing and then you throw dogs into it and you're like, dude, I can't help but not smile and not laugh. And I found at least with the working, like it really like flips a switch in your brain where all of a sudden you're like, why was I even upset? Like that is such a small thing. Like life is so much bigger than this one thing or this one problem or like this season of life. Like look at these babies <laughs> as you go. And maybe you have something else for yourself that like this instead is much more impactful and how I get myself laughing. So that is just to say like, I have experienced it and I think it is so much fun and so worth it. The last one, yes, is take some time off, you know, when it's possible, take some time off from your regular schedule and the world that you're living in. You can do a staycation, so it doesn't mean you have to go out and spend a lot of money, but just spending time around your house or your area without logging on to those computers or having those meetings or not having to be on your electronics all the time, like that alone is a great break. And you can even go camping or go hiking for a weekend or, you know, there is just so much that you can do that are low cost, but you can get yourself out either around your neighborhood or in nature and you'll find like it is so helpful and it is really needed when you've been going and going and going after a long time. And hey, if you have the money to spend, which if you have found ways to work two to three jobs where you're actually making a ton of money, unlike (laughs) I was doing, then yeah, go on a relaxing vacation. But make sure you are actually having it be a relaxing one. If you are creating things as busy as you would normally be on a workday, but vacationing with that, you know, like our vacation schedule is we get up at this time and then we go here and then here, 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 dinner, here, there, there, bum, bum. Like if you're having all this on your vacation, like you are just channeling the same life, but you're putting a different scenario and different scenic background to it. So, like, no don't do that if possible, like actually find vacations where you can be relaxed and actually do something that you're not doing in your normal life. So that closes up this section. And then we're going to move on to, I guess the last few things. I know I wanted to say more, but I feel like this is getting kind of long, but hopefully it is good. So we'll get to uh, some of like the lockdowns that I mentioned, and I want to kind of tie it into either, I guess for myself, how I really saw how all things played out throughout that as well as hopefully for yourself and even if not through these lockdowns and like shelter in places of how it makes sense like when this all came together because the more I've been thinking about it and like preparing for this, I was like, oh wow. Actually, like now that I look back and have a lot more information on all this, like it actually makes complete sense why I was feeling like this or why I made this, this, and this decision. So let's get ready to go and jump right on in to this okay (laughs) so the lockdowns we already briefly talked about this but they impacted all of us some more extremely than others you know there were so many like really sad stories and I also heard though the flip side of that people were like I was so busy and then you know the stay at home thing came in place and like I actually got a break I got a vacation like it was so nice and so I would say maybe the 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 degree, there we go, that it came to for each individual was a little bit different, but overall, collectively, it came down on all of us pretty hard. And I would say that for myself, all these little things, so like those advice things I gave of, you know, like I, at the time before the lockdowns, was swimming almost every day. I would bike like three miles down to the local university that I went to, I had a pool membership, I would swim during especially now would have been my favorite time like spring into summer of like swim sit out and drive by the sun swim a little more on the weekends bring a book and a lunch and then swim sit out (laughs) and eat my lunch and read a book and tan and swim and then shower off and bike home so i had like a ton of exercise a ton of like relaxation and restful time of like to me that was equivalent to how i mentioned the like the steam room and sauna and hot tub of like getting time to relax and just like take a break for me i also had like a young adults group at the church that i was going to that i went to once a week in the evenings they would have some like random events throughout the different months i would go to church once a week as well i had a the my morning job which was in person so that was like my way to work with people in real life i also came across a lot of customers so human interaction was great from there then my other job, which already was remote, I would still go up to San Francisco once a week. So then I got to see my bosses and some of the work people there. So that was like interacting with them. And then we get to, you know, all of the lockdowns and all of a sudden, like all these things were taken away. You know, like I could no longer swim or exercise. I couldn't do anything. The, all the churches, you know, like they all closed down the The youth groups, the small groups, like everything gone. So that took away the small group and going to church. And I no longer could go up to the city on the week, so everything was then, you know, on my computer and having these meetings and all the jobs I worked on, like the one in the morning we did close down for a month, so I didn't have that job, but so you'd think like, oh good, so you only had one job to do then, well I still walked the dogs because that wasn't an issue, but that other, my full-time job got super busy because it was a business that you could use while you were stuck at home, which was really great for the business, but for us working, it was already a small team at a startup. Like we were busier than we had ever been before. So like people were like, Oh, it's great. Like things are so nice, I mean, not nice because people were very scared, at least where I was living, but they, for the most part, we had a break from their job or they weren't doing much or figuring out like how to take things slow and preoccupy themselves at home. And I was like, dude, my life has never been busier and like things are so busy now and I don't even get to swim or I don't get to see people and, you know, kind of going from there and seeing like, oh, I was working, you know, even more than I has before and then the morning job came back but there were all these rules and restrictions and then like hardly anybody and we couldn't really hire new people because of all the restrictions and people weren't really applying for jobs. So that meant I got even more hours at that job. So I was working like 30 I was, I think before working anywhere from like 18 to 20, which is kind of what I'm back at now at that job. But I got up to like 28 being my average work week there. So almost 30 hours a week, plus the full-time job and walking, plus nothing else though to get these releases of like getting to exercise or meeting with people, getting out and doing stuff. So as I, you know, leading up to this episode, as I was thinking about all of that, like, yes, I knew all of those things were why like life was much harder and like it was no longer fun and like doing all these things weren't fun and they became more of a burden to the point where i was like i'm not like as i mentioned like i'm doing all of this and literally all i'm doing is working usually five days most likely six days because the jobs like i had wednesdays off from the morning job so i could go to san francisco but then i had to work Saturdays so like i didn't get a weekend a full weekend because I was either working one job or the other job and then I had because I was in management at the other job even on Sundays I would still need to check things like not sit down and usually like go full blast with working but I still had to check in on things and like answer questions if there were questions so really I was like I was just working like that's all I was doing and like we couldn't really go out and hang out with people for the most part so like there wasn't that much of like it's on me because I'm choosing to do all this work But that was the reality was I was just always working and not making enough money to get to the goals I wanted. So I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just killing myself and it's not fun anymore. When it's fun, I think being busy is great and, like, you can enjoy it. And maybe even if you're not making enough money, like, you're still getting really good experiences or hopefully you are in the job you're at. And that was where I was at. Like, I'm learning so much in all of the things I'm doing. So even though it's not enough money, like, I'm building and getting gaining so much experience, which I am now using now for this business. So I would say, yes, it's, oh man, this is a thing with live. My computer thought I said Siri and just goes off script talking away. I guess I'll learn though. I learned I need, I need to turn that off. (laughs) I don't even know what it was saying, but maybe you heard. Uh, anyways, though, as I was coming to all this, I'm like, it actually makes so much sense of why, like, I was feeling the way I was, and I think if you think back on yourself, too, during this time, or even during all these busy times, you'll start to see, like, hey, you weren't doing the things that you like to do, or another thing, like, I tend to try it, like, if I can, and I can have it my way, like, I'll go on a nice evening walk after I finish working before dinner, and even before that, hopefully, if I have time, or after the walk before dinner, I'll play my piano and sing or songwrite. You know, I've have, I have these things in place where like if I'm at my best and having fun and enjoying life, like I have all these things. But then like little by little, and hopefully you can see this through the things you do, either in these lockdown times or throughout these seasons when you are super busy. I just mentioned the lockdown because I feel like for everyone that is like a go-to of like you experience so much and you're probably on the brink of going over the edge so much so many times or so much more than you normally would, even if you aren't working multiple jobs, or maybe you even weren't working. And that was worse because you had all these stresses of trying to figure out how to survive without your job. So there is so much within that that I was like, it makes so much sense. And hopefully it does for you too, especially as we kind of wrap this up. I would say though, a positive in all of this is that like kind of on the end of this and fingers crossed, it doesn't happen again, but you made it through it. We made it through it. I made it through it and have come out better than before just in knowing A lot more like about myself, the decisions I was making and um, am making and will make of like figuring out my direction in life was very helpful and brought out a lot of things and that even as like divisive as like say the country has become or relationships with one another, like I would just say keep in mind that coming together is always the better notion, the better thing to keep things positive, optimistic you know try to get along with people you know it's not as hard as people make it seem even though that is like the normal now is to like get angry and talk back and post this and say this and like you know go 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 and it's like hey you guys at the end of the day we're all humans we are all here on this earth together like let's try to get along try to be nice and kind and caring towards other people loving towards other people if possible and i know they say which maybe this is a little bit of a tangent, but like these countries and like organizations, anything that is like united, it doesn't typically fall apart from like attacks from the outside, but rather it comes from within. (laughs) So it comes from, you know, us tearing each other down, whether it's in your family, your small business, your big business, you know, as, as neighbors, as, you know, kind of building things out, like, the notion and that's what I've really learned of like how things have really changed I'm like oh we all need to try to keep in mind and myself too I was like that is not always an easy thing but I've seen throughout this time how with those lockdowns with everyone being a lot more stressed out for such a long time where I'm at like we were the first to do all these shutdowns and like we just barely opened things up (laughs) you know a couple months ago like we're the first and the last so like I can tell you the people where I live like It has been a lot and you really see that with people's relationships and the communities that are surrounding you. And so I would say that, you know, we don't know what is coming next and hopefully things are still getting better. But I would say I hope that you learned a lot about yourself through that experience or even now, you know, maybe you didn't, but as I'm talking and have shared how I experienced so much and like have really been able to learn about myself and like how I made the decisions eventually, which was very difficult that I needed to leave one of my jobs and that it was time to start my own business. Like that was so unprecedented and I didn't think it would happen. And like, I don't know, like, when do you know to start a business, which I've talked about this before, so I won't go on too much, but there was so much that came out of it that I learned about myself and that is put me where I am today. So my hope would be that you can think back on either stressful times or times where you felt like you were going to burn out or maybe you did burn out. That or look back on what I was just talking about with like these lockdowns and shelters and places of like, you went through a lot and like, what did you learn about yourself? And more importantly, like, how can you try to put yourself with the best foot forward and learning how to live the best life you can for yourself, the most healthy life for yourself that you can. And then using the tips that we talked about at this point, probably like half an hour, 40 minutes ago of like trying to make sure you're mitigating these stressful seasons in your life so that you can avoid burning out and then our last little section before we close things out is like maybe you're not burning out or at risk of burning out but you are around people that are and you know people that you know they're just high achievers and you see them going and you're like what do i say to them like to be there or so I think that's why I added that in today before getting on here because I was like that I thought of it I'm like that is so like intriguing and I think important because maybe like say I have learned my own tips and tricks that I mentioned of how to get around these things, but maybe I have friends or coworkers that I like see them struggling and I'm like, how do I tell them and bring this up without overstepping? So I would say, you know, On the business side, if you're a leader and you're in charge of other people, so you're a manager, a boss, an assistant boss, you know, anything where you have people, or like in the groups that you do, if you're seen as like one of the leaders, I would say you need to make sure that you are putting yourself available for other people to talk to you, for your workers to come up and talk with you and share how their life is going. Yes, especially if you're at work, there is a divide between like your personal stuff and your work stuff, and you don't tend to want to mix these things. But overall, as a person, you know, knowing that like people can be comfortable to say like, hey, I'm going through a lot right now. And like maybe they don't tell you all the details. They can literally just say, like, I've got a lot of stuff going on with my family life, and I just want to let you know that. But if you're not seen as someone that can be spoken to and you're not communicating smartly, which we have an episode on that, you should go and listen. That is one of the top ranking ones we have. So if you're not putting yourself in a way that You can have people come up and talk to you, that is gonna be a big problem. Um, But even if they don't share with you, like maybe you are super welcoming and friendly, but you're still their boss, and that is intimidating. And maybe, you know, a lot of people I've worked with, like they, it is scary to have to tell, you know, your boss, like, I'm struggling. (laughs) You know, like people have a hard time telling a stranger that when they need to get a therapist. So I'm like, if, if you have a hard time telling a complete stranger who has, know you know like reservations about you or like history on you and they're there to help you like it is so much harder if it's at your full-time job but you know if you are a leader and if they don't share with you like keep your eyes open and like you should know your team well enough to know if people are acting strangely or like maybe someone's work is decreasing like Come alongside them, like, hey, how is everything going? Like, is everything all right? Like, you don't have to say, like, hey, your work is sucking right now. Like, what's up with that or what's wrong? (laughs) But knowing people and just seeing how they act, human nature, and, like, how are things going? Or maybe it's, maybe everyone's uncomfortable and, like, maybe it's your doing, (laughs) you know? I don't know. But just knowing how people are acting will be super helpful. The overall idea, though, is having open communication is going to be extremely helpful in all areas of your work. And in getting the chance to know what's going on internally with your workers, with your company, or within your group, your group of rock climbers, (laughs) as I mentioned. And then for family or friends, I would say a lot of times just checking in with them and having conversations that are showing them that you're there for them and that you're able to listen to them. That alone will be super helpful. You know, you're acknowledging that you know they're super busy and seeing how they're doing is just a way for you to show that you're caring it is going to make such a big difference for that person. I know for me personally, like the people that really knew me because the startup I was at was very holiday based. So around every holiday, like a month before things were very like two months before things were busy, then a month before crazy, then two weeks before was hell week. So they, the people that knew me knew like, how's it going? Like, I know this holiday's coming, you know, like not tiptoeing, but like very soft and kind with their demeanor. Like, how's everything going? Like, I know this is crazy. Like, are you alright? Like, are you getting through it? Like, all of that is, like, super helpful. Like, they don't even know that. Or, like, they don't have to know that. But, like, knowing, like, they know me compared to, like, other people that I feel like should have known that or, like, how's it going? I'm, like, busy. Like, so busy in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I can't even explain to you and you're not going to understand how busy I am. But, like, I'm going insane right now. (laughs) Uh, But those people, I'm, like, they don't really care or they don't want to know or they don't take the time to remember the conversations we have or have had and know that like my if your business is like holiday based you're going to be busy every holiday or like my dad is a cpa so he has taxes we there is a tax season january to april like if you know us our family anyone who is a tax person working as a certified public accountant then you'll know like for months they have this long crazy season That we call tax season. So knowing that, like you would know, if you have a friend or family, and like showing them, like how is it going? How is the season going? Like are you making? Is there anything I can do to help? Those things will be super helpful. Maybe if they are a family friend, you can take something off their plate. So if you're living with them, like a chore that they always have to do, like hey, I can empty the dishwasher these days of the week, or hey, I'll go ahead and do this for you to show that I care and that I love you, type of a thing. Those will be great. And then if you can't do anything like that. Just listening and knowing that you're there and that they can vent to you without you like trying to correct them or come back at them with all these things. That will be super, super helpful. And from there, I think we are just about done and ready to go to our conclusion, which I know, you know, this is probably the longest episode yet, but I'm learning as I go, people. So here we go. But overall, it is up to you and Each person will be different when it comes to burnout and in knowing when you're under these high times of stress that will likely lead to you burning out or even that feeling like, I know I'm headed there, you know, like it is up to each of you. So all of you listening to know for yourselves, but we hope that everything we've gone over today can also just be really helpful for you to listen to, to think back on, to really start becoming more aware of these things and in knowing like for yourself and those around you as we just kind of close it off in the last section of like hey you maybe you're not but you work and you live with and you're friends with all of these people that could be going through that so just taking that into account recent events of like how crazy it was in the last two years and really now too like things i think the tensions are still really high and maybe you are still living in a very stressed out life with your personal life and maybe your work has gotten better or maybe work is worse but family is better you know there's so much that could be going on but we would just say that like it is so worth taking the time to really focus in on this even if it's for just a couple minutes after this episode or talk with someone that you know of like hey i listened to this episode that talked about this and i was thinking like during these last years this is why i was going through this or like that's why i was feeling like this it was feeling burnt out and like Maybe then from there you can figure out like how can you like deal with these things when you come to the next stressful times in your life, and maybe they can help you out too. Or really, you can help each other out because, like we said, coming together and remaining strong is so powerful and really helpful. And being united together will be so incredibly helpful. So take heart in knowing that it was kind of a difficult conversation to have and it is really not fun to look back in these seasons of life and be like yeah life really sucked at that time or you know maybe you're still in a business or you know career where you have these seasons that you can't help it but like every this season or every this holiday it's going to be insane like you can't change it but what you can change is yourself the way you perceive things and the way you think about things and come at them And just like me wearing my night guard every night during those holiday days. um, I would also do emails super late at night upstairs. We have like a family room. Like no one uses the TV up there. I would watch late night cartoons. And for me, that was like the really stupid like, um, I don't know, like Hey Arnold was one of them. Um, I don't know. I can't think of the other ones. But there was a bunch of those like late night at Nick shows that I was like, I haven't seen these for like, over a decade since when i was little type of a thing or more than a decade i guess but that to me was like my thing like i'm still having to work which is awful because i learned i had to get off by 2 a.m because at 2 a.m that's 5 a.m on the east coast and people on the east coast wake up so early so i would start seeing new emails come in i'm like oh no we are not getting more emails before i've even gone to bed (laughs) but at latest i would go to bed at 2 a.m and that's when all the good night shows would end anyway. So I would, that would be my way, though. Like, like, this is awful, and I have to stay up late to get caught up, but at least I'm going to play some cartoons. And for me, that's fun and funny and dumb all in one, but it feels like I'm not really working, even though I am. So, you know, finding ways that you can really combat that and get to it. Hopefully, a lot of the sharing. And I think that's why this is kind of a long episode, too, is like, I found that, And the things I listen to, it is so helpful when you can hear and listen to other people's stories and first real life experiences, even if they're silly or weird of learning and hearing from them is so helpful. And with that, I would say also know that all of us here at Fisher Philbrick are here to help you out if we can, you know, feel free to send us a message or an email and don't worry, we'll always be checking our spam in case (laughs) you accidentally get your email pre sorted there. But let us know if you're struggling with this and like you know you feel like you're burning out or you have burnt out and you're not sure how to get out of this let us know i mean a lot of what we've talked about i would say like start out with that stuff first and then let us know like none of that's working but you know at the end of the day these things are so important and like as we said with chronic stress like you can literally shorten your life from living in a lifestyle that is harmful for your body so yes if we can help you and give more years to your life like that's what we want to do you know we're here for you so go ahead and let us know i think the other reason why i would always be willing to help is because i am that high achieving person who wants to work lots of jobs and is always doing lots like even if it's not lots of jobs i'm like by the way i'm also writing songs for this kids section that i'm doing over here and writing a children's book and figuring out how to illustrate my first children's book all while also trying (laughs) to learn the guitar, you know? So all of these things where I'm like, I think I can really relate because I am finding out new things every day in the new seasons of like how to get everything in, but also live healthy and not burn myself out while doing so. So with all of that, I will go ahead and sign us off and let you know that we are wishing you a very good and great best awesome rest of your day and that we're going to be talking to you again very soon. Have a great day.